This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a Thursday podcast. What is up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? Good. So I'm wondering what you would do in this situation. Uh-oh. This is a what would Jerry Recco do. That means you have a conundrum. A little, not really, but, well, I was um, going to uh, pay for parking before. Okay. This is not good since this involves my car. No, no, it's all good. I went to go pay for parking before, and when I was walking in a hallway with no one in the hallway. Okay. We work in a big office building. There are visitors here. There are lots of uh, employees, not just local radio station people, but there's salespeople, yes. clients. A lot of people traverse this hallway I'm talking about. Okay. I found cash laying on the floor. How much? Well, I don't want to say because if somebody's missing cash, uh, I want to be able to return it to the proper person. They would have to tell me how much I found. Turn off your mic and tell me. Okay, so he's told me. Got it. You thought it was going to be much more. I did. It's it's what someone would have in their pocket. Right. But it. I know it's not my cash. I don't know what you do in this situation. Right. So there's I don't want to. There's too many people here. There's too many people here. I don't want to say if you lost cash, come see me. No, I would say losers, it's, weepers, finders, right. keepers. But I start to think like, I will tell you it's under $100. Right. It's not much. Well under I, you, $100. You don't worry about it. Move I on. don't worry about it. Okay. You just made some money today. Okay. Because I was going to say, what if it is a lot of money to this person who lost it? It very well could be. And if you hear someone walking around saying, have you seen right. any money? Yes. That I dr- that's one thing. Correct. I don't know how you put that out there without someone conning you into saying they lost the money. I was going to tell Eddie, if you, because Eddie hears everything. I was going to say, hey, if you hear someone. But I know Eddie. He'll go walk around person to person. Probably. Did you lose, did you lose this yeah, money? Yeah, I, I wouldn't do anything about it. So don't worry about it. No, it's not a large enough sum of money. To worry about it. And I won't, uh, this money, if I, if let's say I don't hear that someone lost money and I make some purchases, those aren't going to be cursed purchases, right? No, not at all. All right. If you want to make it easy, just put gas on my car. Well, I don't want to curse it. Then if we crash, you'll be like, that blood money. Very good point. That blood Stay money. Stay away from my car. That blood Matter money. Matter of fact, walk home. Yeah. Or leave the money here. I did pay for parking uh, before I went downstairs. Jerry, plenty of room in front of you. Good, it's that's because there were 17 boxes there when we pulled up this morning. That's right. When we went to park on the streets of New York, there were empty cardboard boxes all over the street. It is really amazing the crap that goes on in the middle of the night when we get here. Yes. You look around, weirdos walking down the street with their headsets on, just singing out loud, Which rats is- 
festering under 45 bags of garbage. Which is very uh, dangerous to be walking the streets of New York at 4 a.m. with headphones on. Terrible idea. Except for the fact that people like you walk away from people like that. I walk away from anyone I see on the street at 4 a.m. You do. That's true. I usually walk right near them. Could be a frail-looking woman. I'm going the other way. That's true, because you you feel like something's up. Yeah, you go right at people. I don't go right at people. You're almost like, come at me, bro. I don't do that. I'm just not going to run away either. I'm just going to do what I do. Right. You're going to behave normally. Yes. I'm not going to run to the other side. I'm always, uh, where we work is right next to uh, an ATM. Yeah. There's a bank on the corner. Yeah, which I've used many times in the middle of the night. Yeah, I see people going in there. I avoid it. I'm like, that person's desperate. There was one one night morning, whatever you, I don't even know what I call it anymore. A night morning. We come in so late slash early. Yeah. There was one night morning when I went in there and literally almost pooped myself. Because I put the card into the machine, started hitting the buttons, and I just very slowly just looked to my, ah, and there's a person sleeping like five yeah. feet from me in the ATM area. Like, all right, get me the hell out of here. Yes. That freaks me out. There are a number of things uh, when I give life lessons, Jerry, things you never do at night. Right. Well, I disagree with those. You do all of them. I do all of them. Yeah. These are, these are. I'm not afraid of my shadow. Things you never do at night. Number one, go to a convenience store. I do that. I don't do it anymore because I'm off this this creamer kick that I've been on. You're eating clean, Jerry. Kind of. About 90%, I would say. Okay. Not 100%. I'd say 90%. So you don't need a convenience store. So I have not had Splenda or coffee creamer in 18 days now. Okay. Which is awesome. That, that is also awesome. means I'm not going to this. I make my own black coffee at home. Calm. Okay. So I haven't gone, but you're right. I usually have no issue going into 7-Eleven or Wawa in the right. middle of the night. And it's not a Wawa and Mawa. Number two, and you do this, you did it this morning. You love to get gas. I don't love to get gas in the middle of the night. In the middle Sometimes of the you night. get in the car and there's no gas in the car. Yeah, that's I a no-no. I don't understand. What is the issue with getting gas? Only troublemakers are getting gas. There's nobody there. Right. Am but I if, a troublemaker? No, but if someone comes in, you know they're up to something. Yeah, they need gas. That's what they're up to. For a getaway car. No, come on. Stop. Uh, the third one, you the never... The third one, I agree you with never you. never go to an ATM in the middle of the night. I do agree with that. Here's the thing about the convenience store. Yes. Specifically the Wawa. Wow. There are always cops there. Very comfortable going into the Wawa. Oh, the I know which Wawa you refer to, and there are always cops always. there. Why? I don't know. Cops I, I don't, love Wawa. Maybe they do. So I don't. I never. I really don't have an issue going there. The gas, I don't have an issue with. I agree with you. The ATM in the middle of the night is one of the dumber things that I do. But sometimes, if I need money, I need money. That is a dangerous job doing uh, working at a convenience store in the middle of the night. How about there's one hey, I go you to? You're rolling the dice every night. There's one I go to. Sometimes you walk in there and there's like three young ladies working there. Like, wow, man, that is tough. Really Very difficult. Tough. You know, it's scary. And I'm not saying women need men to protect them. I'm not saying that at all. But the look of it is like three, and I don't mean older, I mean young ladies. Just, I don't know, in this I, day and age, God. Crazy. I do like any uh, store where when you're leaving, they have um, you, they have like a height on, they have like a me- tape measure type thing on the door. See if they can go on the ride? No, so that when you, after you rob them and you run out, they could go, oh, it's about six feet tall. You notice that at all? I did not notice. I've never noticed that. Take a notice. The next time you go out, out of a door of a convenience store. Right next to the door. Really? There's a tape measure. You might have just outed that for all the convenience stores. No, it's good for them. Now the crooks know to wear high heels. <laughs> and then ditch them on the <laughs> exactly run. Exactly right.
Jerry, a controversial story has begun uh, based on American Idol. I'm not sure if you know this, but Katy Perry is a um, you know judge this year. I did, and I was surprised when I saw. Boy, she really cut all her hair. Yes, she's got very short hair. Yeah. So uh, there's a story about a 19-year-old contestant, Benjamin Benjamin Glaze. He had never been kissed, Jerry. He's only 19. Well, she kissed a girl, and she liked it. So, right. Well, did she kiss him? She kissed the 19-year-old oh, really? Benjamin Glaze, and he was not happy about it. Really? Quote, quote, I was a tad bit uncomfortable. I wanted to save it for my first relationship. Oh, shut up. For my first relationship. I wanted it to be special. Oh, God. Would I have done it if she said, would you kiss me? No. I would have said no. All right. You know what? I'm done with the story. I know a lot of guys would be like, heck yeah. But for me, I was raised in a conservative family, and I was uncomfortable immediately. I wanted my first kiss to be special. Right. Is he suing her? I'm sure if, it, uh, if I was a lawyer, I'd contact this For guy what? immediately. Explain to me what. Imagine you get to say your first kiss was Katy Perry. Yeah, and complain about it. Yeah. He says the only thing that's good about it is now that he's in the news because of this, people are aware of his music, which I'm sure sucks. Exactly. Move on. That's That's stupid. Yeah. I got big nothing to say about that. Big lawsuit coming for that, for Katy Perry. What do you think we'll see you in court, what is, Katy. What is the suit, would you say? Sexual harassment. Seriously? I would. If I was a lawyer, I'd take that case. Really? If you call somebody a name, you could be sex- get called for sexually harassing. Grabbing a guy and kissing him? So you're telling oh, me she thinks she's a probably doing a kid a solid. a solid. You know, she's a big celebrity. Big she's celebrity. very attractive. Very attractive. Probably felt bad, misunderstood, yeah, or hi. just didn't know. She thought he was hard up, Jerry. And probably figured his life will explode in the right way Absolutely. by doing this. And this tool is probably going to sue her now. Right. Because she kissed him. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Yep. Hey, hey, listen, whatever floats your boat. Let me give you the next story, Jerry. You're familiar with Roger Daltrey? I've heard of him, yeah. He's the lead singer of The Who. He says he's very, ve- quote, very, very deaf. Deaf? Deaf. Yeah, I could I could see that. And encourages fans to wear earplugs at concerts. Now, Even have if you, you only seen go this? once in a while? Have you seen this, Jerry? No. People wearing uh, earplugs. Not. I have numerous times, really? and I don't understand why they go to the concert. Right. If you can't hear it right properly, I don't know. Are they earplugs that actually have the sound of the concert coming out? No. Oh, they're just the regular earplugs. Because I do know, I worked when I did the Patriots Bills game for Compass Media Networks back in December. Humble Our brag. Engineer, no, I am not. My engineer at the time was a former road engineer for many famous acts. Madonna was one. Um, he did Michael Jackson's tour one year. So he kind of he was explaining to me how a lot of these guys, the act, the uh, singers and the the people in the band. How they have these new headphones yes. that only let you hear this, the music mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Basically, all you're hearing is what's going into the mics. You're not hearing the crowd, the noise. Right. You're not hearing it at volume 400. You're basically hearing it clean, but at an elevated level to where you still have a feel for it. So I'm wondering if they if they gave head you know uh, earplugs out like that or headphones out like that no these fans. are people i've seen that are just wearing regular earplugs that seems like that cuts down on the experience yeah 
I used to, when I was younger, I used to, uh, I would feel like if I went to a concert and my ears were not ringing, that it was not loud enough, which is a terrible thing. Well, it is, but you only go to a concert how often? Yeah. Well, I was going often back then. Okay. That's why you're deaf now. Well, I thought I was uh, having hearing troubles, and I did go to get my ears tested a couple months ago, and I was fine. You were fine. Yeah, because Eddie even told me the one day, because this is me, every call I screen, I go, I can't hear you. Well, it's because our phones suck. Right. And Eddie says to me, perhaps you are the one who can't hear. <laughs> so then he got in my head. I was like, perhaps. Right. See, I don't have that problem, because I listen, if you, if you have, you know, one through ten, the volume with the yeah. headsets, I keep mine at about three. You I do always love. have. Always have. Right. You want to do games. Mine's uh, halfway there right now. Where's yeah. your Where's your knob? <laughs> Zipper it up. Good job. Hmm. Probably volume four right now. Volume four. Of course, I'm not wearing headsets, though, so really volume zero. Of course. How's your knob? Polish it off. My knob is straight up. It's erect. Even, even Steven. You have an five. erect knob. Erect knobs. Jerry, a new survey says that Americans... Survey says... Although, I think this poll is a little... Erect slanted depending on who you would ask no a poll is slanted come on americans fear earthquakes more than any other natural disaster hmm i don't have a fear of earthquakes living here right that's a that's a that depends on where you are well here's what it says 21.1 percent of those polls said said they were most fearful of earthquakes with tornadoes coming in second at 17 percent Again, we don't get tornadoes here. If I live in Oklahoma, I'd be afraid of a tornado. If I live in California, an earthquake, and here I'm afraid of what? A tsunami? A massive storm? Maybe one of these, Jerry. Wildfires, hurricanes, flooding, and droughts. The superstorm. Yeah. I would say. Like, here we're afraid of coastal The sandy flooding. type of storm. Sandy, if you will. Yeah, hurricanes. Absolutely. We do have some hurricane situations here. Yes. I agree with that. But, but we only worried about... Earthquakes, if you're in California or one of those foreign countries that gets earthquakes. Right. Well, I can't worry about those, but here it would be California for sure, and then places like Oklahoma and Kansas for tornadoes. Yeah. Those freak me out if I was there. When you see those uh, video of tornadoes in Kansas and things where there's no, nothing but... Nothing sp- left? Fl- well, when, when you see them in the fields where there's no homes or anything, and it's just flat land, and those... Big, big, uh, what are they called? Tornadoes? They call them tornadoes. And you just see them tra- traveling through the land? Yeah. And just taking aim at what's in front of them. Yeah, or just ripping up farmland. How about Miami? Flooding and hurricanes and monsoons? They have everything there. Yes. Well, they don't have earthquakes in Miami. Well, not yet. Not yet. I don't, I, I suppose they have tornadoes. I don't know. Do you believe in this? Uh, some people. Miracles? Yes. Some people believe that uh, all these natural disasters is God punishing us for something. Okay. Probably for finding money on the ground and not turning it in. So we're going to have an earthquake here today? Potentially. Possibly. And you're going to step right in the crack. Gone. There goes Al Dukes. They call them a douche. Everyone, and why is um, the uh, real estate so expensive in San Francisco if we all know an earthquake's coming? It's very pricey there. California is very pricey, period. But San Francisco, I mean, right on the fault lines is pricey. Yeah, because the people just assume they're going to be okay. I mean, honestly, they they have built buildings in the last 30 or 40 years with, I believe, architectural springs on them. Yeah. To be able to survive certain 
magnitudes. I don't know if anything survives a magnitude nine or above, but I do think that the architecture has improved greatly. Now, what I've always wondered is you can have all the springs you want. If the ground opens up underneath a building, what is that going to do? Yeah. So I don't know. It is freaky. I agree. I remember we went there. You were very concerned about having an earthquake when we were there for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't want it that week. Yes, I remember that. The other weird thing, when we were in San Francisco, it's very hilly, right? Yeah. So even the neighborhoods, your house, your apartment complex, slanted. whatever, is slanted on mm-hmm. it. And then all the cars on the street are parked on quite yeah, they steep must go hills. through emergency brakes like crazy. Right, that's what I was wondering. That yeah. can't be good for your car, right? No, not at all. It can't be. Be constantly have... What's a car weigh? Two tons? I, I don't know. I do know you better make sure you turn your wheel. Yes. So that in case the in case it rolls, give, it'll yeah. just crash into the house and so yeah. go down the block and kill somebody. <laughs> Correct. Right. That's Boy, funny. it's very dangerous there. We in, went when in I was San there Francisco. this summer. Um, when we were going to the San Francisco Giants game, that you we vacationed went to. there. Yeah, I have family there. You know that. We were we went down uh, a block that we weren't planning on going down. Al, when I tell you, it felt like we got to the top of a roller coaster and we're, I mean, riding the brakes the entire time down to where I'm not usually nervous driving, especially not in a city. This was like, holy crap, if these brakes give out, we're all dead. And they didn't, and we were fine, but I mean, I've it was thought like about, straight down. Like skateboarders must love it in San Francisco. How do you stop? Skill. Right. And if you don't have that skill, it's kind of like you ever go skiing. Screwed. I have not. Because I don't You've feel like never I, skied? Never. So one time, Kim and I, back uh, 20 years ago, we were skiing a lot. Every weekend we'd go. Mm. And I got had, to the point someone where... Someone had money laying no, around. No, not really. I spent all my money. Oh, they went to skiing. Like we had one year. We were talking about this last night, actually. I don't remember why. We had pesto pasta for dinner. Mm. What, before so, skiing? What? Before you went yes, skiing? Yes, exactly. And the smell reminded me of a meal we had in Cabo. And she's like, God, when was that? I said, oh, it was 2001. I said, that was a good year. She goes, why? I said, we went to California for 10 days. We went to Cabo for eight days. And then we went on a cruise in November. I said, it's a pretty good year. I said, I think we're still broke because of it. (laughs) But boy, it was a good year. But we skied a lot uh, before we had kids. And there was one time I had gotten better. Not good, but I had gotten better. I was off the bunny hill and I was on the intermediate trails. And one time I went down a Black Diamond Trail by mistake. And it's like you get to that realization. We were talking about people jumping off the uh, Golden Gate Bridge and the one survivor that realized, why did I just do this? Well, I remember the feeling of how did I end up here and why am I going down this trail? And it was completely by mistake and panicked that I was going to end up like, you know, Sonny Bono. Is that his name? It is his name, yeah. Basically fly into a tree and kill myself. Yes. And so um, there's a drop, Eddie. Fly into a tree and kill myself. And I wound up basically going down the hill on my ass. After I realized very quickly it was a it was beyond me. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing driving in Man- in San Francisco. Like, dude, I, what is this? Right, not good, not good, Jerry. not good, no, Dang- not good, quite dangerous. But I'd love to see you ski. That's funny. Yeah, I would not be good at that. And finally, Jerry, uh, a new company is using DNA to pick your perfect roommate. They're saying with a saliva DNA test. What is there that we can't make a business? You just provide them with saliva. They check your DNA. They see if you're idea. the type that's a, a tidy person. How about person. this for a business? Yeah. For the next radio station that needs a new show. Okay. We match DNA Ooh. that finds chemistry. Okay. DNA and we are testing. radio show consultant moguls. Oh. 
That's right. pretty good. So, like, we'd go to a station in Boston. They're thinking of putting a new show on. Yes. We Let say, me... we need to test their DNA. We would like your applicants. We need right. some DNA, and we will give you the perfect show. Right. Like, why can't that be a business if DNA matches up roommates? We need uh, Bubba the Love Sponge's uh, saliva so we could test to see if he'd be a perfect pairing with Man Cow. There you go. I like that. Okay. This first name, Glenn. Glenn Man Cow. Yeah. Is he still around? Man Cow is. He's a political guy now, I believe. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, well, these guys go political. Sid All... Rosenberg, a political right. guy now? As soon as they get old, Jerry, they go political. I miss political... Political doesn't work for me. I'm a, I'm not a fan of well, politics. Well, you don't know anything about it. That could be one of the other reasons. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. You ever think at 48 you would have no pulse on the world? Uh, I feel like I have a pulse. You do? Not the world. That's what, I, that's what I'm talking about. New Jersey. No, no. <laughs> the New Jersey uh, Like, didn't you, coast. when you were young, didn't yes. you look up to your dad in terms of, forget the military stuff for a moment, but didn't you always think of your father like he's like, like he knows everything about. He had an answer for everything. Right. If you had kids right now, they'd come to you for answers. And you'd be like, go to Google. No, yeah. I think in front of your kids, you have to give an answer with authority so it seems like you know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't about. do that. You don't. If my go, kids have trouble with homework, I'll look at it like, yeah, ask your mom. I have no idea. No idea what this is. <laughs> no idea. You're never going to need this. What is this symbol, and what kind of math is this? I actually made a mistake. My little guy's learning uh, script, <laughs> and I said to him the other day, I'm like, they're still doing that? And he goes, why? I said, it's useless. You yeah. will never use this after you graduate from your grammar school. He's like, how come? I'm like, nobody uses it. He goes, I said, you'll need your signature, but that's it. So I guess he went into school and said he'd rather not learn script. Yeah, we don't I need Because I told this. him he doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. We're typing Me, everything not now. So I'm going to tell you. I'm All very right. honest with the kids. So if uh, they if they remove script and handwriting out of schools, your I fault. I will take credit for that. Okay. You want credit, credit for donations? Oh, I want I credit for that. getting rid of script. It's yes. stupid. Makes no sense. Hey, let's learn a script Z. Why? No reason. The regular Z is fine. Right? right? Easier to read. The yeah, regular. He already knows what it means. The print. Exactly. I print. Exactly. All right, Jerry. Warm up next. That's it. We're done. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was fast. Yes. Quick today. Good morning, campers. It's the warm up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hi, right, very good morning to you. How are you on this Thursday? This portion sponsored by Orkin, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, my favorite story of the day. Hold on, my mic. You're, you sound that. wonderful. I just had adjusted. It was uh, too low. Uh, my favorite story of the day yesterday that I saw on, uh, on Twitter was uh, Josh McCown of the Jets signing his $10 million deal while sitting in a parking lot of a Chick-fil-A. Nice. Now, he did it electronically, which I would think for a $10 million deal, you can't just scroll your name with your finger on your phone screen. What and it, then, What's the difference if it's $10 or $10 million? I don't know. It seemed like a $10 million deal for me. I would want to like walk to the Jets facility, down the long hallway with a group of my friends, all of us in suits. Right. Get into a, a, a room with a very long table. He's been around for 20 years. Yeah. This is not that big a deal for him. Yeah, but how many more of these is he going to get? It's his last one. His last one, right. So this one is what Until I'm saying. Until he gets a contract to be a coach. 
I'd make a much bigger deal of it. The long table, Jerry, where... Well, you make a big deal out of everything. Yeah, like where I would sit on one end right. and Mike McCagnan all the way on the other end of the thing. But instead, he's in a Chick-fil-A. You Tom Izzo videoing it. Yeah, to get a video. Right. Yeah, like Kirk Cousins is doing, having a video camera That's follow enough him. That's Kirk Cousins already. That's what Josh McCown should have done. Instead, we get a photo of him, which I'm sure his... I believe his one of his children took this photo of him using his finger to sign a $10 million deal while sitting in a Chick-fil-A. Uh, I guess, you know, when you order Chick-fil-A, Jerry, a lot of these restaurants, uh, if your order's not ready through the drive-thru, you pull up to one of these waiting spots. That would be every drive-thru, yeah. Most places, yeah. So that was the case here at Chick-fil-A where he was. And in between getting waffle fries and chicken sandwich with a pickle on it, which is unique to them, uh, he signed his deal. You're a big Chick-fil-A guy, aren't you? I do like a Chick-fil-A. Was that once a year? Um, uh, you know my my nieces and nephews, kids love a Chick Fil A. Like that's if you I tell find the a, kids like Chipotle these days. Chipotle as yeah, well. Yeah, seems a little much with the big burrito. But a lot if you, for your money, if you that's the great thing. If you ask a kid like for his birthday, where do you want to go? Like any restaurant, <laughs> yeah, any restaurant you want. Yeah, you know, kid could rattle off an expensive steakhouse. Never gonna happen. Right, they go Wendy's. Chick-fil-A. Well, McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, the Chick-fil-A does have the waffle fries, as I mentioned earlier, Jerry, which is unique to them. You big waffle fry? No. You know, don't appear to Doesn't be. Hooters have waffle, fri- waffle fries? They do not. Are I don't know, sure Jerry. About I, that? I feel like when me and you went there in Arizona, you got waffle fries at Hooters. That's possible. Yeah. You just said they do not. I, I don't recall. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. You're getting old, aren't you? Then I did uh, what most people do on Twitter, which is... Since Josh McCown tweeted the photo, I decided that I was going to zoom in on different things in the photo. Oh, you were one of those? I did. I was one of those people. So first I was trying to figure out what kind of car he was in, but his phone was obstructing the logo of the car on the uh, steering wheel. wheel. So I couldn't see that. How about the phone? What kind of phone did he have? iPhone? iPhone. Then I, on his screen in the car was whatever he was listening to. I was trying to zoom in on that, but it got blurry as I zoomed in. I didn't know if he had, like, some sort of a podcast. Luke Wilson. Or is it Luke Bryant? What's his Luke name? Bryant, Luke Bryant. Yeah, like Bryant. some sort of country artist. Yeah. So I did one of those things. with the. I really examined so the Josh. So what was he listening to? I can't, this is the only thing I came away with zooming in on you that photo. a lot of time? He has very thin legs for a quarterback. Very thin legs. So does Teddy Bridgewater. Right. I mean, we discussed this yesterday. Yeah, but Boomer has you always were a said. a flag football quarterback, and you've got peg legs. Boomer always says quarterbacks have to have thick trunks. Well, Josh McCown's lasted for 20-something he years. He has. So he'll be fine. Very thin. Yeah. Uh, then Kirk Cousins. You said it's enough with Kirk Cousins already, but not I quite. I can't wait for them to go 7-9 and nine next year. Yeah. And people in Minnesota hate him. Right. There'll be a... Imagine the 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 uh, calls to K Fan, which yes. I think is the sports talk station up there. We owe him fifty six million more. Right, <laughs> we made it all the way to the championship game. Why did we get rid of Case Keenum? Yeah, that's, that's got to exactly be every how call. Going to go when they go eight and eight, seven and nine next yeah. year, or they're struggling in November. Yeah, he's going to be the most hated man in Minneapolis. They were, you know, in a league where teams were struggling to find a quarterback. They had three guys sitting right. up there going, "We don't have anything to do." <laughs> then they got rid of all of them, pretty much. And now they've got Kirk Cousins. They've got uh, Trevor Simeon right. to back him up from the Broncos. But they went to the Capitol Grill in Minneapolis, which I was going to go uh, with you guys there when we were there for the Super Bowl, but a little pricey. 
But Kirk Cousins is there because he made a ton of money. You just spent $5,000 on a cruise. You're worried That's about not true. how pricey a dinner is? It is true. But that is the difference. <laughs> you cheapo. <laughs> Our quarterback here in New York goes to Chick-fil-A. Right. Kirk Cousins has a camera crew following him to the Capitol Grill. And I think he's milking oh. this. Oh, you think? With the, the film crew. Because they go, he's going to sign his contract Thursday. You were there. Josh McCown did it on a phone with his finger. Sign the contract at the Capitol Grill. I agree. He's got. Let's get the camera crew back here tomorrow. We'll go. He's got a lot of money to burn. He's yeah, twenty eight million a year. Oh, I love to be friends right. with him. Why? Because he's got be a lot a of ca- yeah, hundred percent. I'd love to be money. a hanger on. Go make your own money. Not that kind of money. Well, probably not. And then I love when this happens, Jerry. When when um, old tweets attack Carlos uh, Hyde, the new running back for the Browns. Well, as soon as he signs with the Browns, what do people on Twitter do. I don't know who does this, but someone does. They started searching all of his old tweets and found one from 2011. That's seven years ago. Cleveland sports are horrible. LOL. Yeah. (laughs) That's same thing with Larry Nance Jr. when he was drafted by the Lakers and he had tweets how he hated Kobe Bryant. Yes, he was attacking. Meet your new teammate, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dak Prescott had tweets when he was in college killing Tony Romo. Yeah, there is a... Yes, you're right. Yeah. There is a uh, feature on Twitter where you can have your tweets disappear after like a week or right. something. So we should pe- do that. So people can't go back and attack you. Right now, there's some young broadcaster at SUNY College yeah. that is blasting Al Dukes on Twitter. Oh, and I'm That gonna, hopes to work here one day. And I'm going to find it. What would you do? I do think of that. I would I'd be like... Uh, I'd call him into the office. Like, but he'd have like a fake bigger office. Call him in and be like... You'd use Boomer's office. I'd use Boomer's office. Right. I'd pull down all the photos of Boomer, though. I'd go, care to explain this? <laughs> Do you ever think of that? Well, you're not really one to badmouth people on social media. Here's the only thing I've ever badmouthed for the most part in sports. Philadelphia. Right. And I have thought that if there was ever a possibility to work in Philadelphia... Yes. Because, you know, when you... It's one thing to be a talk show host somewhere and make believe like you actually care about the teams. That's hard to do. Yes. It's another thing, though, to be a play-by-play announcer because you're not really – you don't take that job rooting for the team. You take that job to call a game. Now, ultimately, you probably start to root for the players that you start to learn and become friendly with or acquaintances with. But some of the things I've ever said about Philadelphia, you can – not that it probably would ever happen – but if there was ever an opening for the Sixers or the Eagles, I'm out. Yeah. So, yes, I have thought about or that. Or WIP radio. I'd be like, I would Google Jerry's tweets about <laughs> Philadelphia. There are some pretty. But most of them come from my experience and how I was treated in Philadelphia as much as anything. Yeah, because I'll be sometimes on on um, watching television and maybe I want to mock something on ESPN. Sure. I'm like, what if I have to go to work there? Right. It's true. I'm come or back even, and even find just, this. How about this? If... Again, would never happen. But if I ever interviewed for, like, the Eagles job when Merrill Reese decided to retire, which will happen one day, could you imagine if if they just searched my Twitter? I have the Cowboy Star on my logo. Yeah. I mean, get out. They'd be like, get I'd be the first one saying, get this guy out of here. Get lost. Yes, get lost. We got to get lost. We got to take a break. Uh, this portion is sponsored by Orkin. Termites are not funny. $5 billion of damage a year won't have you busting a gut. Visit orkin.com today to save 15% on ter- termite control. Orkin, pest control, down to a science. Boomer and Geo. They're like science for radio. That comes up next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. 
Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. This portion is brought to you by Walgreens NCAA Tournament. First round kicks off today at 12 o'clock. We will have a lot of the action for you right here on the fan. Good win last night for the Rangers and an even better win for the Devils out in Las Vegas. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. Got a minute and a half. Jerry, the uh, Major League Baseball had a talk to uh, the Yankees, who then had a talk to Aaron Judge for, is it a tampering issue? It could have been, sure. For simply saying to Manny Machado, hey, you would look good in pinstripes. Well, let me put you in Baltimore if you're an Orioles fan. Would you be thrilled with that? Not if I was an Orioles fan, I would not be thrilled with that. I agree. It's not the organization doing it. It's not the manager or the GM. (laughs) But as a player, you probably shouldn't do that. And then he actually admitted he did the same thing to Stanton at the All-Star game. Yeah, but it's not like Aaron. Oh, hold on, Jerry, I'm getting beat up. It's not like Jerry. He has the power to sign these guys. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. You gonna be all right? Yeah. Al uh, Boomer right now is massaging Al's well, neck I wouldn't into call it submission right massage, now. Massage probably not the right. Your word. veins are popping through your. Yeah. God, you're bony. Thank you. I'll take that Thank as you. a compliment. Ugh. Uh, yeah. So Good like, Lord. oh, the Yankees are gonna have to talk to him about. Right. They are. Shut up. How about? Do you like the new minor league role? We're going to start with yes. a runner. It's, you love like it. that? I love any new rule for baseball. Whatever it is, oh, that's so I'm in. Stupid. So in minor league ball, they're starting. That's, it's absurd. Is this extra innings only, Jerry? I, it's going to start in the 10th inning, I believe. They should start in the 7th. 7th inning, everyone gets we a guy. we got a clown's mouth in center field, too. What are they're, we doing? They're going to put a guy on first base to start Second extra innings. Second base. So even stu- better. No, it's not even better. Why are we altering the game? Because it, it stinks right now? No, it doesn't. Oh, you stink right now. It's a lot of terrific. people actually do like baseball. Yeah, old Jerry, people. it's almost like three-on-three three in hockey overtime. Um, Yeah, they. Wait. you know what? You're right. With the shootout, I didn't love that either. I, and I don't. I, gotta, I would much prefer a tie, to be honest with you. got to spice it up for the millennials, Jerry. They love you know, different things. The they love spiced-up things. They love it. So you'd be in for the second-base nonsense. No, I, you know, okay. that's baseball. You don't do that to baseball. That's ruining the game. Right. <laughs> exactly. Fine.